Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. It's Kristen. And Nicole. And this is Damn It, I'm Dating. The podcast. Welcome back. We have a special episode for you guys today. Um, Our last episode is delayed for a few days because, well, shit happens when you're living your life. Absolutely. Um, But it's a good one. So it is it is pretty, pretty good, even I'll say. Uh nice yeah. and juicy. Also goes off on a couple of really fun tangents. You guys will enjoy. Yes. So we wanted to make sure to give it the right amount of time to be edited and make it perfect for everyone. In the meantime, today is Valentine's Day. Woohoo. <laughs> so we thought it would be fun to basically smash our pass, our worst and best Valentine's Days, and share with you guys the breadth of how things could be in the best possible scenario, as well as the worst possible scenario. Um, and also you'll learn about a, a story that pretty much sums up who I am as a person. So exciting right. stuff. So who's going first, Nicole? Who's who's up first? Oh, it's KB all the way. So go okay. ahead and uh, give us your best or give us your worst. Oh, okay. I'm going to give the best. I have two bests. Excellent. Um, so my best, 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 uh, I think it was like 2017. I was not pregnant yet. And I came home from work. Um, this was with my ex-husband. I came home from work and he had called me a few times during the day to see what time I was coming home at. Uh, and he was unemployed at the time or like between jobs, which is typical in startups. And when I pulled up, he made me wait in the car until he came outside to meet me. And I was a few minutes late because I stopped to get him a Valentine's Day card because rarely do we do gifts. Yes. And so I let him escort me into the house and he has me standing in the front hallway and he tells me to stand there and close my eyes. So I do. And I hear him go down the hallway with our little bulldog. And I hear, Macho Man, are you ready to turn on the cuteness for mommy? <laughs> and, and then he goes, okay, open your eyes. And Macho... Our little round white bulldog comes swaddling down the hallway wearing like a red boa with hearts all over. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I picked him up and he was so cute. And then we I walk into our kitchen that had like just finished been remodeling like a couple weeks beforehand. He mm-hmm. completely cleaned it out. It was gorgeously clean. And wow. he had a giant I think it was two dozen red roses and then a bouquet of a dozen balloons along with a bottle of my favorite wine from The Prisoner and then um, a card. And he said he felt horrible because that year we'd kind of skipped my birthday. Ah. Um, We didn't really do anything for my birthday. And he felt really terrible, so he wanted to make it special for me. Um, And then he was like, we can go get dinner wherever you want. And I was like, well, it's almost 7 on Valentine's Day. Chances are we're not getting a table anywhere so we went to our favorite like tex-mex place and got margaritas and had a taco tuesday and it was actually really wonderful um and that's probably one of my favorites um the other favorite valentine's day um and this is we'll we'll call it very romantic but like Mm -hmm. to me this was less romantic than the one i just described to you so i think it was like our third or third valentine's day Second Valentine's Day. Our first Valentine's Day was not a good one. Our second Valentine's Day, I think we stepped it up. And we went to Aruba for Valentine's Day weekend. Ooh. 
which is, you know, very nice and, and luxurious. And we went to dinner down there at the Flying Fishbone and we had um, good seats, not the best seats. We'd gone a few times after that that we got like the money shot of the seats because the sunset over the water is just gorgeous and romantic. So it was nice to have a romantic dinner there. But for me, the effort and the energy that went into getting balloons and wine and flowers mm-hmm. and getting the dog, like he got the the boa that Macho Man was wearing was something my ex had put together himself, like was not pre-made. He got two different things of garland and then measured it to the dog to make it work. So like that to me was my favorite Valentine's Day. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of energy and thought yeah. that was put into it. And that could definitely make somebody feel special. I'm exactly. I'd be a little remiss to say that I kind of don't love that it comes off of the heels of maybe fucking up your birthday. And he didn't having... fuck up my birthday. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that. Okay. You know, okay. he didn't fuck up my birthday. When I say we didn't do anything for my birthday, it was uh, a confluence of things. Like, um, I think that year I didn't get anything from my family for Christmas or my birthday. The plans that I had wanted to do that year for my birthday just like fell through. So we were just like, well, we'll figure it out when we go to the Bahamas in January. And then we went to the Bahamas in January. I did not do that thing that he had planned to do then. And okay. So like, it wasn't necessarily like he was making up for something that he had messed up. Yes. It's just that he recognized that all of these things had happened and he wanted to make it special for you. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yes. That is significantly more romantic and just thoughtful in general. I love yeah. that. I love that. And like thoughtfulness all the way to my heart. Love it. So mm-hmm. that was my, that was my smash. Oh, I love that. I love that smash. Smash it all the way. <laughs> Smash it, like it, love it. Oh, okay. So it's my turn. <clears throat> yes. Okay. So I'm going to preface this by saying um, that actually my husband is very, very romantic and sweet and I'm not. So <laughs> um, he he does, he, he typically, so the most meaningful thing to me would be just a card that's like, with this written note in it or something, maybe something that you can't buy. He's very good at that. He gets me these wonderful like cards with like this whole entire page. It's, it's, it's a really very beautiful thing. Every once in a while um, he'll do gifts or whatnot. Um, but that's not, that's not really like my main thing. So um, I don't really have like a horrible Valentine's day story. And most of mine are perfectly lovely because he is very romantic and, and, and sweet like that. Um, so instead I've decided that I'm going to focus on a story, um, that predates my marriage, but actually leads up to my marriage and, um, pretty much encompasses, uh, me actually. So, (laughs) so we'll just go back to when it was less. Oh, oh, this is 2010. This is 2010. This is right before we eloped. Okay. Okay. So um, we must understand that my husband and I had a long distance friendship slash relationship with no titles for years and years and years. We knew each other very well. Um, At one point we had um, stopped communicating um, for something that was like a pretty big deal. Um, So I had actually um, cut him off cold turkey and he hadn't tried to reach out, which was like a really positive thing. 
That being said, I still had all these feelings that I absolutely detest. And um, I was sort of, I, I mean, I guess feelings we could- gross. I totally agree. They are so gross. Um, And I was, I'm assuming I was dating this guy, although I never, there were no labels. He liked me, (sighs) definitely had feelings for me. And on paper, I mean, chef's kiss. He was, for all intents and purposes, who theoretically would have just worked perfectly for me. He was successful. He lived in um, the DC area where I was living at the time. Fantastic. Anyway. I, of course, had a lingering broken heart. Uh, We had had a huge blizzard that year for my birthday. My birthday is February 1st for all those who don't know. And so I had these significant birthday plans that didn't end up happening because of a blizzard, you know, that'll interrupt things. And so we decided, uh, my group of friends and I, that we were all going to go out for my birthday around Valentine's Day and kind of make it a two for one. And this guy came with us and we had a perfectly good time. And as some in our 20s do, I was inebriated and very intoxicated. And I remember thinking over and over and over again how much I wanted to have feelings for this guy who was so into me and so sweet. And I just couldn't. It was really sad. So um, my husband- You just couldn't because you were still brokenhearted or you couldn't because like it just wasn't there for you? I just don't think it was there for me. I just, I mean, he was, he was wonderful. And to this day, it is one of the things that I just, oh, I, I wish, I wish, but it didn't work out. And, um, so my lovely little drunken self, um, gets back to my studio apartment and I texted my now husband who was in a completely different time zone at the time. I hate you. Appropriate appropriate <laughs> and that is the valentine's that when he said, day will you marry me via text message no that story <laughs> comes later um no but that is the exact conversation that opened the floodgates and without that valentine's day and that kind of relatively sad experience i would most likely at least not have been married when i was married and or married to this uh to my husband at all Wow. Right? Like, I mean, I know we say it all the time, but like the universe knows what she's doing. She does. She does. The universe knows what she's doing. (laughs) She is. She's putting us in places where apparently we need to be. We just need to pay attention. We need to be attention. We need to be open. We need to be vulnerable, which is. Okay. Gag me. No, thank you. Ew. No, thanks. Is right. Um, so I'll I'll smash my I hate you story, but I will pass on the vulnerability. Thank you very much. <laughs> respect, JK, respect. JK. All right. Okay. All right. So, so we did my... a perfect Nicole Nicole story. So let's get into my pass on a Valentine's Day. So I had two very terrible Valentine's. Actually, I've had three very terrible Valentine's days. Two of them are short. One of them is a tale for all ages. I'm going to go quickly through the first two terrible ones. Let's take it back. We're in 2000 and 2001. I Holy am dating my cow. first boyfriend in high school. Second you're boyfriend a, in high school. You're practically a toddler. I am a toddler. Um, and I am sensing that... We are going to be breaking up soon. Like, it's just in the air. I could feel it coming in the air tonight. (laughs) Bill Collins. Yeah. And 
we get together for Valentine's Day. I had asked him to take it off of work and he didn't. So mm. I was going to be spending Valentine's Day with my mom, which is so fun when you're seven. That's a vibe. Yeah, it's such a vibe. We met at his place to like exchange gifts and I gave him a really beautiful box that had a hundred chocolate kisses in it because we had been together a hundred days. He got oh. me because oh. I'm thoughtful like that. You are. He got me a giant box of Russell Stover's chocolate and mm. said, here, it's your comfort food. Pause. 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 Yeah. You look like you've gained a little bit of weight lately, so I don't know if you should eat all of those. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's 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 number one. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. And then, like, we broke up, like, three days later. And then he, whoever he was talking to is who he married, and they're still married today. Um, oh, my they God. They know who they are. I don't even need to know name names. They know who they are. She's, oh she's God, fine. Squared. She's delightful. He hates me, but she's delightful. Um, so oh. then my second worst the the so that was like third on the worst valentine's day scales okay the, the second on the worst valentine's day mm -hmm. scale was my first valentine's day with my ex-husband which we spent in the hospital and not yeah, that would seeing do the foo fighters as we were supposed to be no yes oh no and i got him a card and he cried because he hadn't made it to the store to get me a card because he was in a hospital bed for weeks. That's spot two. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to pass on that Valentine's Day for so many reasons. One, it's just sad. Two. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, Dave Grohl. Yeah. would have been able to and see they were the pit tickets. Taylor Hawkins. They were the pit tickets. like, oh, And they were I've... like 50 bucks because oh, it was in man. Worcester. Yeah. Oh, I, mm -hmm. I have been in the pit for the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And yeah. it is an unreal an experience. experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, heartbroken. Yeah, I was I was very upset. And also he cried. That's really that's that is a vulnerable moment. It is. I think it was more out of frustration than feeling bad. Oh, fair. Um, but it did happen and it made me very uncomfortable. And then when I went home that night. To my apartment, which I hadn't been at for weeks because I had been sleeping in the cot next to his hospital bed so that he wasn't alone in the hospital. Hmm. I went home to my roommates who, bless their hearts, had like a little gift bag and a card sitting on our dining room table. So when I walked in just before I went to my room, I saw it and they were all sitting in the living room. So I walk past them and I give them a, a calm, you know, a hi guys. And I'm just walking and I see on the dining room table just this gift bag and this card has my name on it. And I just stopped and I turned and I looked at them and I started bawling my eyes out and dropped oh. to the floor. And they had all written me really sweet notes in this card about how strong I am and like how like lucky my ex is to have me to love him and like they can't imagine being in my situation and handling it as well as I am. And they're wow. there for me whenever I need them. And they knew that this was our first Valentine's day and they didn't want me to not have Valentine's on my first Valentine's day with my boyfriend. So they got me like chocolate and that's so like, sweet. It was the sweetest thing. I just sat there bawling my eyes out for like a full 45 minutes. It was the sweetest thing in the entire were the, world. Were these the roommates that I knew or were these the roommates after? roommates after i was gonna say i really didn't see the the first roommates doing this considering no. that um those friendships didn't last 
Yes. Um, these roommates, they were really great women. And I'm still, um, I still keep in touch with some of them today. And oh. every Valentine's Day, I always think about that because it's just, it was one of the sweetest things that anyone ever done for me. Absolutely. So thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. So that's why that's not the saddest Valentine's Day. It's because women lifting up women. Women lift up women. Women are here for each other. Iconic. So the last and worst and best definitely Valentine's best. Day. This is a tale. If you've known me at all, you've heard it before. If you know it, sing the words. <laughs> um, the year oh, is wait. 2006. <laughs> no, 2007. It is. I am currently living on Com Ave in Brighton. Nicole's dying laughing as we speak because she was not there, but our best friend, our mutual best friend at the time was. And just hearing it from both of us, <laughs> this is a core memory for her. It, this is a core memory and it's something... <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I can't listen to and keep a straight face. <laughs> so, All right. same, but I'm going to do my best. So, I'm living on Com Ave in Brighton, 1653 Com Ave, my very first apartment in the city, by myself with three roommates. We have a blizzard. We had made plans, a few of us, for Valentine's Day to be on Valentine's Day before it was a thing with Parks and Rec um, to go with our girlfriends to see Beyonce. In Dream Girls at Circle Theater, which is in Cleveland Circle, which was maybe like a 15-minute walk from where we lived. Except there was a snowstorm. And when I say snowstorm, I mean there's like three to four feet of snow on the ground everywhere. Work, school, everything had been canceled. The snow had stopped. So I was like, we've got snow boots. We've got winter coats. We can do this. Let's go. Let's go see Beyonce. So we're marching over there. And we get to the 7-Eleven, which is, you know maybe a hundred yards from the movie theater, which this movie theater doesn't even exist anymore, by the way. We go to step off the sidewalk to cross this gigantic intersection to get to the movie theater. I can see the movie theater. I can see the marquee that says, Dream Girls, I'm so excited to see Beyonce. And I take one step <laughs> off of that fucking curb and just keep going down, just kept going into a hole in the ground until I put my arms out in a giant fucking puddle to stop myself. So I am dangling, feet not touching anything, hands submerged in gross, melted snow, salt, street water, <clears throat> waist deep in wet, I don't know what. <laughs> my friends, 10 feet ahead of me, don't even know I'm gone yet. <laughs> I am holding myself up with my arms, elbows locked out, trying to figure out how I can push myself higher, but I hadn't yet had my final growth spurt at age 22. So, like, I was not a full 5'5 five five yet, and I couldn't get my elbows to push me higher. So I have to resign myself to sitting down on the side of this manhole whose cover has been dislodged, which I just fell into, <laughs> sit down into the water to push myself back and then up. My friends turn around to see me sitting down in the water, <laughs> just sitting. People come piling out of 7-Eleven that is a garden level store. So all they see is me going down out of their windows. They don't see me going across the street. They see everyone else going across the street and they just see me go down. 
and then drop off of their view because the window is higher than I am because I'm in the ground. And I, my friends turn around and come back and they're like, Kristen, what the fuck are you doing? Did you slip? And I was like, the hole, the hole. I'm in a hole. hole. And I'm like kicking my feet to get my feet out of it and to get some like traction to cover and I can push myself up and I push, finally push myself up and the owner of the 7-Eleven comes running out and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I mean, I'm pretty dirty and wet, but like, yeah, I'm fine. And he's like, you should sue the city of Boston. I was 23 years old. I'm not suing the city of Boston. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> so I was like, um, and so my friends were like, we should just go home. I was like, we did not come all this way to not see Beyonce. I did not fall in this manhole. To not see Beyonce. We're singing Beyonce. We are her, she's right there. We're going to see Beyonce. So we go and march across, trudge, sludge, slide, whatever, across the street to get tickets. My friends bought my tickets <laughs> and my popcorn. And I cleared out an entire like rack of paper of napkins. And I, I didn't put them- realize you still went. I thought you went home. Ride or die, bitch. I am a ride or die. Seriously. Yes, as Beyonce. And I was very single and I needed that. So we get to the movie theater, find our seats. We sit in the back because I have to take off my pants because they are waterlogged. Ah. And so we line the seat with a ton of tissues. I think someone brought in some napkins from the bathroom, paper towels. We were just lining the seat so that my butt can, like, get some absorption. I take my jeans off and throw them over the seat in front of me. (laughs) I take off my Uggs, which are now waterlogged. Mm -hmm. And my friends give me their coats to, like, cover me up with so I don't freeze to death from hypothermia. And we sat through the movie and we laughed and we cried and we cried and we cried. And then I had to put my pants back on. And, that and was then a you f- cried. Fucking nightmare. So I cried some more. And then I put my boots on and then we went into the bathroom where I tried to like shove my ass up underneath the hand dryer <laughs> to crisp up a little bit. Um, and then we took a taxi home <laughs> because I refused to walk back after that. So... Um, as bad as your Valentine's Day can be, at least you didn't spend it falling into a manhole in Cleveland Circle in Boston. In the snow. In the snow and the slush and the ice and the, and the God salt. knows what. God and, God even knows what. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest uh, to the, for the listeners. Uh, the streets of Boston, not exactly the cleanest. Filthy. Filthy. And I was up to date on my shots, but after that, I went and got a tetanus booster because I was just like, I don't trust this. So don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, it can always be worse. <laughs> but it can also, always be worse. But also, Valentine's Day is a social construct. Absolutely. You can celebrate it however you want to celebrate it. This year, I'm celebrating it with my daughter, and I've been celebrating it with my friends. And I feel very complete and whole in doing that. Absolutely. I mean, it's it for me, it's just a reason to wear red or pink. I don't get made fun of for wearing heart shaped jewelry. <laughs> there we go. That's that's also one way to do it. Yeah. I love a theme. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's our Valentine's Day smash or pass. We love yeah. it. 
We hope you guys have a wonderful Valentine's Day, whether it's by yourself, your friends, your family, your kids, or your significant other, if you so choose to have one. Absolutely. And I just want to make one correction for all the listeners. If you have been sending us any of your stories, there's an email update. And now it is damn it, I'm dating the podcast at gmail.com. It looks like Google did not want to verify that our other account was legitimate. So Ooh. it's been updated in our link tree. Our email is damn it, I'm dating the podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. And check us out on Instagram, just damn it, I'm dating. Um, there's a link tree there. You can access the podcast on whatever streaming service works for you. Um, you can email us questions at damn it, I'm dating the podcast at gmail.com. Um, smash the like on, smash the follow button on Instagram, spread the word. If you guys are listening to it and you're liking what you're hearing, share the love. Give us a five star rating, send it to your friends. Tag us in your posts. If you are listening to it, take a screenshot, post it to your story and tag us in it. We love to see that you guys are loving this. So definitely, uh, definitely. And we hope that you have a great Valentine's Day, however you choose to celebrate. Correct. And if it ends up in you just drinking champagne by yourself, I totally respect that. That actually sounds like a really good time. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that with my dog. (laughs) I love that. I love that. All right. Lots of Valentine's Day, Nicole. Lots of red. Happy Valentine's Day, KB. Um, And until next time. I'm Kristen. I'm Nicole. And this has been Damn It, I'm Dating. The podcast. The podcast.